0: Welcome heathens! Welcome to the world of the weird and unexplained. I am your host, Nicole Delacroix, and together we will be investigating stories about the things that go bump in the night. Frighteningly imagined creatures, supernatural beings, and even some unsolved mysteries. But I promise, all sorts of weirdness. So, sit back grab your favorite drink, and prepare to be transported to today's Dark Enigma. And on today's Dark Enigma, well, I got a special request for something from Alaska. Seriously, guys, you got to be a little bit less vague than that, (laughs) but I loved it. So today we will travel to the great state of Alaska. Chris, this one's just for you, my friend. Alright, with that said, we will still be playing our drinking game, and as you know, the drinking game is only for those of us that are at home and have nowhere else to go tonight, and it's too flippin' hot out there anyway, so who wants to be out there, right? The choice of libation, as always, my darlings, is yours, so choose your poison accordingly. Alright, now for the game part. How about every time I say Raven that will be a single shot. And every time I say people, that will be a double shot. All right, now that we have the business end out of the way, we can jump headfirst into today's dark enigma. So, don your best book. Oh, who the hell are we kidding? It is way too fucking off for that. <laughs> Let's just dive right on into today's offering of The Alaskan Myth of the raven. I hope I do this justice. Don't yell at me if I don't. I'm trying. It was in the time when there were no people on the earth plane. The first man for four days lay coiled up in the pod of the beech pea. On the fifth day, he stretched out his feet and burst the pod. He fell to the ground, and when he stood up, he was a full-grown man. Man looked all around him and then at himself he moved his hands and arms, his neck and legs. When he looked back, he saw, still hanging to the vine, the pod of the beech pea, with a hole in the lower end out of which he had dropped. When he looked about him again, he saw that he was getting farther from his starting place. The ground seemed to move up and down under his feet, and it was very soft. After a while, he had a strange feeling in his stomach, so he stooped down to drink some water from a small pool at his feet. Then he felt better. When man looked up again, he saw coming toward him, with a fluttering motion, something dark. He watched the dark thing until it stopped just in front of him. It was Raven. As soon as Raven stopped, he raised one of his wings and pushed up his beak, as though it were a mask, to the top of his head. Thus, Raven changed at once into a man. Raven stared hard at man, moving from side to side to see him better. Raven said, What are you? Where did you come from? I have never seen anything like you. Raven still stared at man, surprised to find this new thing so much like himself. He made man walk around a little while he perked his head from side to side to see him better. "'Then Raven said again in astonishment, "'Where did you come from? "'I have never seen anything like you before.' "'Man said, "'I came from the pea-pod.' "'He pointed to the plant from which he came. "'Ah, I made that vine,' said Raven, "'but I did not know that anything like you would come from it. "'Come with me to the high ground over there. "'It is thicker and harder. "'This ground I made later, and it is soft and thin.' So Man and Raven walked to the higher ground, which was firm and hard. Raven asked Man if he had eaten anything. Man said he had taken some of the soft stuff from one of the pools. Ah, you drink some water, said Raven. Now wait for me here. Raven drew his beak down as though it were a mask over his face. He at once became a bird and flew far up into the sky, far out of sight. Man waited until the fourth day. Then Raven returned, bringing four berries in his claws. He pushed up his beak, and so became a man again. Then he gave to man two salmon berries and two heath berries, saying, here is something I made for you to eat. I wish them to be plentiful on the earth. Eat them. Man put the berries into his mouth, one after the other, and ate them. Then he felt better. Then Raven left Man near a small creek while he went to the edge of the water. He took two pieces of clay at the water's edge and shaped them like a pair of mountain sheep. He held them in his hand until they were dry, and then he called Man to come and see them. Man said they were pretty, so Raven told him to close his eyes. Man closed his eyes tightly. Then Raven pulled down his beak mask and waved his wings four times over the pieces of clay. At once, they bounded away as full-grown mountain sheep. Raven told Man to look. Man was so much pleased that Raven said, If these animals are plentiful, perhaps people will try to kill them. Man said yes. Then Raven said, Well, it would be better for them to live among the steep rocks so everyone cannot kill them. there only shall shall they be found. Raven took two more pieces of clay and shaped them like tame reindeer. He held them in his hand until they were partly dry, then told man to look at them. Raven again drew down his beak mask and waved his wings four times over them. Thus they became alive. But as they were only dry in spots while Raven held them, therefore they remained brown and white with mottled coat. Raven told man these tame reindeer would be very few in number. Again, Raven took two pieces of clay and shaped them like the caribou or wild reindeer, but he held them in his hands only a little while so that only the bellies of the reindeer became dry and white. Then Raven drew down his beak mask and waved his wings over them, and they bounded away. But because only their bellies were dry and white while Raven held them, Therefore, the wild reindeer is brown, except its belly white. Raven said to man, these animals will be very common. People will kill many of them. Thus, Raven began to create the animals. Raven said one day to man, you are lonely by yourself. I will make you a companion. He went to some white clay at a spot distant from the clay of which he had made animals and made the clay a figure almost like man. Raven kept looking at man while he shaped the figure. Then he took fine water grass from the creek and fastened it on the back of the head for hair. When the clay was shaped, Raven drew down his beak mask and waved his wings over it. The clay became a beautiful girl. The girl was white and fair because Raven let the clay dry entirely before he waved his wings over it. Raven took the girl to man. There is a companion for you, he said. Now, in the days of the first people on the earth plane, there were no mountains far or near. No rain ever fell, and there were no winds. The sun shone always very brightly. Then Raven showed the first people on the earth plane how to sleep warmly in the dry moss when they were tired. Raven himself drew down his beak mask and went to sleep like a bird. When Raven awakened, he went back to the creek. Here he made two sticklebacks two graylings, and two blackfish. When these were swimming about in the water, he called Man to see them. Man raised his hand in surprise, and the sticklebacks darted away. Raven told him the graylings would be found in clear mountain streams, while the sticklebacks would live along the coast, and that both would be good for food. Raven next made the shrewmouse, he said. The shrewmouse will not be good for food. It will prevent the earth plane from looking bare and cheerless. In this way, Raven was busy several days, making birds and fishes and animals. He showed each of them to man and explained what they were good for. Then Raven flew into the sky far, far away and was gone four days. When he came back, he brought a salmon to man. But Raven noticed that the ponds and lakes were silent and lonely so he made water bugs to flit upon the surface of the water. He also made the beaver and the muskrat to live around the borders of the ponds. Raven told man that the beavers would live along the streams and build strong houses, so man must build a strong house also. Raven said the beavers would be very cunning and only good hunters would be able to catch them. He also told man how to catch the muskrat and how to use its skin for clothing. Raven also made flies and mosquitoes and other insects to make the earth plane more cheerful. At first, mosquitoes were like flies. They did not bite. One day, man killed a deer. After he had cut it up and placed the fat on a bush, he fell asleep. When he awoke, he found the mosquitoes had eaten all of it. Then man was very angry and scolded the mosquitoes. He said, never eat meat again. Eat men. Before that, mosquitoes never bit people. When the first baby came on the earth plane, Raven rubbed it all over with white clay. He told man it would grow into a man like himself. The next morning, the baby was a big boy. He ran around pulling up grass and flowers that Raven had planted. By the third day, the baby was a full-grown man. Then another baby was born on the earth plane. She was rubbed over with the white clay as well. The next day, the baby was a big girl walking around. On the third day, she was a full-grown woman. Now Raven began to be afraid that man would kill all the creatures he had made. He was afraid they would kill them for food and clothing. Therefore, Raven went to a creek nearby. He took white clay and shaped it like a bear. Then he waved his wings over it, and the clay became a bear. But Raven jumped very quickly to one side when the bear became alive, because it looked fiercely around and growled. Then Raven showed the bear to man and told him to be careful. He said the bear was very fierce and would tear him to pieces if he disturbed it. Then Raven made the seals and taught man how to catch them. He also taught man how to make strong lines from seal skin and snares for the deer. Then Raven went away to the place of the pea vine. When he reached the pea vine, he found three other men had just fallen from the same pod that man had fallen from. These men were looking about them in wonder. Raven led them away from the pea vine, but in a different direction from the first man. He brought them close to the sea. Raven stayed with these three men a long time. He taught them how to take wood from the bushes and small trees he planted in hollows and sheltered places, and to make a fire drill and also a bow. He made many more plants and birds which, like the sea coast. But he did not make so many as in the land where man lived he taught these men how to make bows and arrows spears and nets and how to use them and also how to capture the seals which were now plentiful in the sea then he taught them how to make kayaks and how to build houses of drift logs and of bushes covered with earth then he made wives for these men and went back to man when raven reached the land where man lived he thought the earth plane still looked bare, so while the others slept, Raven planted birch and spruce and cottonwood trees to grow in the low places. Then he woke up the people who were pleased with the trees. Then Raven taught man how to make fire with the fire drill, and to place the spark of tinder in a bunch of dry grass and to wave it about until it blazed, and then to put dry wood upon it. He showed them how to roast fish on a stick, and how to make fish traps of splints and willow bark, and how to dry salmon for winter use. Where Man lived, there was now a large village because the people did everything as Raven told them, and therefore all the babies grew up in three days. One day, Raven came back and sat down by Man by the creek, and they talked of many things. Man asked Raven about the skyland. Man wanted to see the skyland which Raven had made. Therefore, Raven took Man to the land in the sky. Man found that the skyland was a very beautiful country and that it had a much better climate than his land. But the people who lived there were very small. Their heads did not reach to Man's hips. The people wore fur clothing with beautiful patterns such as people on earth now wear because Man showed his people how to make them. In the lakes were strange animals which would have killed man if he had tried to drink of the water. In a dry lake bed, thickly covered with tall grass, man saw a wonderful animal resting upon the tips of the grasses. It had a long head and six legs. It had fine, thick hair and on the back of the head were two thick, short horns which bent forward and then curved back at the tips. Raven told man it took many people to kill this animal. Then they came to a round hole in the sky, and around the edge of the hole was short grass, glowing like fire. Raven said, this is the star called the Moon Dog." Some of the grass had been pulled up. Raven said he had taken some to start the first fire on earth. Then Raven said to man, shut your eyes, I will take you to another country. Man climbed upon Raven's back, and they dropped down through the star hole. They floated a long, long time through the air, and then then they floated through something else. When they stopped, Raven saw he was at the bottom of the sea. Man could breathe there, but it seemed foggy. Raven said that was the appearance of the water. Then Raven said, I want to make some new animals here, but you must not walk about. You lie down, and if you get tired, turn over on the other side. Man went to sleep lying on it on one side, and slept a long while. When he woke up, he wanted to turn over, but he could not. Then man thought, I wish I could turn over, and at once he turned. As he turned, he was surprised to see that his body was covered with long white hairs, and his fingers were long claws. Then he went to sleep again. Then he did three times more. Then when he woke up, Raven stood by him. Raven said, I have changed you into a white bear. How do you like it? Man could not make a sound until Raven waved his wings over him. Then he said he did not like it. If he was a bear, he would have to live on the sea while his son lived on land, so man should feel badly. Then Raven struck the white skin with his wings and it fell off, so man became himself again. But Raven took the empty bear skin and placed one of his own tail feathers inside it for a spine. Then he waved his wings over it and a white bear arose. Ever since then, white bears have been found on the frozen sea. Raven said, How many times did you turn over? Man said, Four. Raven said, You slept just four years. Then Raven made other animals. He made the Amakuk, a large slimy animal with thick skin and with four long wide spreading arms. This is a fierce animal and lives in the sea. It wraps its four long arms around a man or a kayak and drags it under the water. A man cannot escape it. If he climbs out of his kayak on the ice, the amakuk will dart underneath and break the ice. If man runs away on shore, the amakuk pursues him by burrowing through the earth. No man can escape from it once it pursues him. Then Raven showed man the walrus and the dog walrus with head and teeth like a dog. It always swam with large herds of walrus, and with a stroke of its tail could kill a man. He showed him whales and the grampus. Raven told man that only good hunters could kill a whale, but when one was killed, an entire village could feast on it. He showed him also the sea fox, which is so fierce it kills men, and the sea otter, which is like the land otter but has finer fur, tipped with white, and other fishes and animals as they rose to the surface of the water. Then Raven said, Close your eyes, hold fast to me. Then Man found himself on the shore near his home. The village was very large. His wife was very old, and his son was an old man. The people gave him place of honor in the Kashim, and made him their headsman. So Man taught the young men many things. Now Man wanted again to see the skyland. So Raven and Man went up among the dwarf people and lived there a long time. But on earth, the village grew very large. The men killed many animals. Now in those days, the sun shone always very brightly. No rain ever fell, and no winds blew. Man and Raven were angry because the people killed many animals. They took a long line and a grass basket one night and caught ten reindeer, which they put into the basket. Now in those days, reindeer had sharp teeth like dogs. The next night, Raven took the reindeer and let them down on the earth close to man's village. Raven said, break down the first house you see and kill the people. Men are becoming too many. The reindeer did as Raven commanded. They stamped on the house and broke it down. They ate up the people with their sharp, wolf-like teeth. The next night, Raven let the reindeer down. Again, they broke down a house and ate up the people with their sharp teeth. The village people were much frightened. The third night, they covered the third house with a mixture of deer fat and berries. On the third night, when the reindeer began to tear down the third house, their mouths were filled with the fat and sour berries. Then the reindeer ran away, shaking their heads so violently that all their long, sharp teeth fell out. And ever since, reindeer have had small teeth and cannot harm people. After the reindeer ran away, Raven and Man returned to the skyland. Man said, If the people do not stop killing so many animals, they will kill everything you have made. It would be better to take the sun away from them. Then it will be dark and people will die. Raven said, That is right. You stay here. I will go and take away the sun. So Raven went away and took the sun out of the sky. He put it in a skin bag and carried it far away to a distant part of the skyland, and it became dark on earth. The people on earth were frightened when the sun vanished. They offered Raven presents of food and furs if he would bring back the sun. Raven said no. After a while, Raven felt sorry for them, so he let them have a little light. He held up the sun in one hand for two days so people could hunt and secure food. Then he put the sun in the skin bag again and the earth was dark. Then, after a long time when the people made him many gifts, he would let them have a little light again. Now, Raven had a brother living in the village. He was sorry for the earth people. So Raven's brother thought a long time. Then he died. The people put him in a grave box and had a burial feast. Then they left the grave box. At once, Raven's brother slipped out of the box and went away from the village. He hid his raven mask and coat in a tree. Soon, Raven's wife came for water. When she took up a dipper full of, to drink, Raven's brother, by magic, became a small leaf and he fell into the water, and Raven's wife swallowed him. When Raven Boy was born, he grew very rapidly. He was running about when he was only a few days old. He cried for the sun which was in the skin bag, hanging on the rafters. Raven was fond of the boy, so he let him play with the sun, yet he was afraid Raven Boy would lose the sun, so he watched him. When Raven Boy began to play out of doors, he cried and begged for the sun, and Raven said no. Then Raven Boy cried more than ever. At last, Raven gave him the sun in the house. Raven Boy played with it a long while. When no one was looking, he ran quickly out of the house. He ran to the tree, put on his Raven mask and coat, and flew far away with the sun in the skin bag. When Raven Boy was far up in the sky, he heard Raven call, Do not hide the sun. Let it out of the bag. Do not keep it always dark. Raven thought the boy had stolen it for himself. Raven Boy flew to the place where the sun belonged. He tore off the skin covering and put the sun in its place. Then he saw a broad path leading far away. He followed it to the side of a hole fringed with short, bright grass. He remembered that Raven had said, do not keep it always dark. Therefore, he made the sky turn with all the stars and the sun. Thus, it is now sometimes dark and sometimes light." Raven Boy picked some of the short, bright grass by the edge of the sky hole and stuck it into the sky. This is the Morning Star. Raven Boy went down to the earth. The people were so very glad to see him. They said, What has become of man who went to the skyland with Raven? Now, this was the first time that Raven Boy had heard of man. He started to fly up into the sky, but he could get only a small distance above the earth. When he found he could not get back to the sky... Raven Boy wandered to the second village where lived the man who had come from the pod of the beech pea. Raven Boy there married a wife and he had many children. But the children could not fly to the sky, they had lost their magic power. Therefore, the ravens now flutter over the tundras like other birds. Well, I hope I did the story justice, and I will say that if you listen to it, it does sound an awful lot like the origin stories out of the Bible and the Talmud and all the other religious texts. But anyways, we have come to the end of the episode. And I thank you for joining me here today. And I hope you'll take some time to reach out to me and share your thoughts about today's episode. You can always reach me and the show at darkenigmapodcast at gmail.com. And if you have a suggestion for a future show, you want to share your thoughts about today's episode, or you're bored and you need somebody to chat with, Drop me a line because I do reply to every single email. And on that note, that's all the time I have for you this evening. I thank you for joining me here on Renegade Talk Radio. And you guessed it, don't forget to tune in next time. See you, my heathens. I love you. We don't sugarcoat shit. Oh. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.